Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Ken Brannan, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Big Love. God's holy work is fulfilled in the resurrection of Christ, the defeat of death itself. We have received the gift of new life, and we can use that gift to spread God's big love to those near and far. Joining Christians everywhere during this Easter season, we proclaim with joy, Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed, come, let us adore him, Alleluia. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verses 36 through 47. Therefore, Peter said, let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he testified with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 persons were added. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. Here ends the reading. Happy Easter week. Our celebration of God's power in Jesus Christ has just begun. On Sunday, we heard the dramatic story of the resurrection. This week, we hear about all the ways this God event rippled out from the tomb. Once the apostles got over their fear, dread, and depression following the trauma of the crucifixion and were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, they began to share the good news of Christ with anyone who would listen. In today's lesson, Peter proclaims the good news in the very center of Jerusalem to the very people who had conspired against Jesus. Peter is not afraid of the consequences. He has been commissioned by his Lord and Savior to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And he intends to do just that in the strength of God and in the company of his friends. Peter does not mince his words in today's lesson. He does not water them down so they are more palatable. He does not hire a marketing consultant or a political advisor. He simply speaks the truth about the crucifixion and the resurrection and thousands repent and ask for baptism that day. But that's not the end of the story. It's what flows from that baptism that is remarkable. Everyone gathers together for the apostles' teaching and fellowship, the breaking of bread and the prayers. What does that mean? They were church together. They showed up for communion. They understood that they couldn't save themselves, that only the big love of God could save them. They joined with fellow travelers on the way to discern what the Holy Spirit was calling them to next. But there's more. Not only did they become church in the truest sense of the word, they also cared for one another in practical ways. Those who had much shared with those who had little. 
They cultivated glad and generous hearts. Their witness was compelling to those who observed and their numbers grew day by day. Even the accounts of the martyrs in the early church make it clear that Christians practiced what they preached and possessed a joy and generosity that was extra-human. With Christ at the center of their common life, God accomplished in them more than they could ask or imagine. The health and growth of the church has always been the Spirit's work, not ours. What does this passage mean for us today? How do we live more fully into our core focus at St. Michael, building Christian disciples for a transformed community? First, we discern the Holy Spirit in our midst and commit to following that spirit, not some lesser spirit. Second, we act and speak out of that spirit, regardless of how uncomfortable and scary it may be. As Paul says, God must increase and we must decrease. Third, we baptize those who are called to be part of the body of Christ. We gather together for prayer in Eucharist, and we care for the needs of the poor. Sometimes I think we make discipleship more complicated than it really is. In today's lesson from the Acts of the Apostles, we can boil it down to five words. Listen, turn, act, pray, and share. That means listening for a word from God that might differ from the word you have told yourself or others have told you. That means turning away from sin and hardness of heart to the big love of God in Christ. That means acting on your repentance, being baptized, and coming together regularly for communion. That means praying and reading the Bible every day. That means sharing out of your abundance with others, whether they live on the other side of the city or in your own home. God is powerfully revealed in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That message is as true today as it was thousands of years ago. Stick with that saving story and leave the outcome to God. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, who through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life, grant that we who celebrate with joy the day of the Lord's resurrection may be raised from the death of sin by your life-giving Spirit. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.